Good morning, everybody. Did you know if you replace your morning cup of coffee with a nice hot cup of green tea that you can lose up to 87% of the little joy you have left in this life? What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. This is Coffee with RW. Yours truly, Ralph William. Follow me on Twitter at the Ralph William and follow my internet station at WESN Radio on Twitter. I hope everyone is doing well. Mama Bear Tracy, how are you? Thank you for tuning in. Yes, you are the first one in here. Holler back if you hear me. I hope everyone is doing well. Uh, today is just going to be a, a laid back, uh, maybe not not safe for uh for work i don't know depending on what you what you think mom betcha says what do you win uh you win a cup of coffee (laughs) here you go there you go a cup of coffee we know that you're not a fan of it but hey just just believe it's vanilla no what is it it is a, uh, what is it that you drink? I forgot. Cappuccino? Cappuccino, I think. French vanilla. That's what it was, French vanilla. Because <clears throat> you're French. Ha. Uh, anyway. Everybody, make sure to uh, follow me wherever you get your podcast, the Ralph William Podcast. If you like to use Spotify, go for it. If you like to use Apple, go for it. If you like to use Amazon or uh, Google Podcast, go for it. I'm there. I'm there for you. I'm here for you. I do the best that I can. So I usually like to do like political news or just news in general, maybe theme. <clears throat> Today's today today it's just a I don't know what today I, I don't know how, what to call today. It's just um a little bit of uh, free-flowing, but I do have something that I do want to mention. And um, it's probably not... If, you, if you're... If e- What am I saying? If you're easily triggered or maybe it's you get uncomfortable, this might not be a good one for you. <clears throat> now, if you are a sicko and love disturbing stuff, then uh, you might enjoy this. You might enjoy it. But we'll get to that later. Uh, I know there's a lot of podcasts out there that like, you know, creepy true crime uh, things, but uh, I wanted to, uh, you know, mention one thing. I don't know why, but I found this uh, about a week ago, and they said that it was like the most disturbing, you know, 
disturbing uh, case that's been out. So, uh, sure, Mama Bear, Tracy, if you want to leave, you can. Uh, no one is holding you back. And uh, for those of you who wonder, who is he talking to? Uh, I'm talking to uh, one of the people that comes to uh, your live show on this application called Podbean. If you download the Podbean app, P-O-D-B-E-A-N, which is not only for listening to podcasts, subscribing to podcasts, but you can also click on the live section. The live section opens up a plethora of live shows. Of course, you're going to see a lot of religious shows, which there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're looking for different kind of content, there's also a lot of other shows there for you. Mine's being one of them. So if you follow me, the Ralph William Podcast, on the Podbean app, you can join me when I go live and have a conversation in the chat like Mama Bear Tracy is doing with me right now. You can talk amongst yourselves. You can interact with yours truly and uh, be a part of the show. Being a part of the show, meaning you can uh, call up or you can chat and I can acknowledge you like Roman Reigns in the WWE. Acknowledge me. Oh, you can't leave Mama Bear Tracy. Okay. Well, well hey, you do what you got to do, ma'am. You do what you got to do. <laughs> so doing what I got to do, if uh, the theme of my show is coffee with RW, so it doesn't have to be coffee, but it's preferred. I think coffee gives off such a, it, it builds a certain atmosphere, right? A certain environment. You know, liquor gives off a different kind of environment, different kind of ambiance. But coffee is just like, you know, I'm not quite there yet with my day, but with a cup of coffee, I'll get there. I'll get there. So if you have your coffee mugs, your travel mugs, your sippy cups, your doggy bowls, if you have a beer hat and you want to drink it like that, then go ahead and do so and join me in a sip of cafecito. Oh, that's hot. Oh, that was a hot one. Yep. Yep. That's uh, nice and hot. That's a good one. What's going on, Shelby? Good morning. I hope you have your cup of coffee. <clears throat> yes. That'll teach you, says Mama Bear Tracy. That'll teach you to slurp on air. I mean... People have done worse on air. Mm -mm -mm. Now, of course, if you know me, today's choice of coffee is not Folgers. <clears throat> it is not Folgers uh, Colombian, but it is Bustelo. It is the official coffee of your Cubans out there. It is El Bustelo, which is perfect for espressos. I use it as a coffee drip. Uh, it's finely ground. But uh, it gives off a great taste, a great aroma. And uh, even though it's preferred as an espresso, uh, it gives off a good, balanced 
you know, structure to your coffee uh, in a regular drip coffee maker. So today's choice is Bustelo with uh, silk almond milk coffee creamer as usual. And it is vanilla flavor. Vanilla flavor. Speaking of not being vanilla, Brina, what's going on, Brina? How are you? Good morning. Thank you for joining. We greatly appreciate you, and we appreciate your time. I hope you have a coffee, but if you don't, here you go. There you go. I hope you enjoyed that. Woody Bush, good morning to you. Thank you for joining. So... Uh, last thing, I know um, I'm dragging this on, but uh, I do want to say, uh, if you haven't uh, joined the Patreon, uh, please go ahead and do so. Click the link in the description box below of my podcast. Find the Patreon link, click it, join it, love it, listen to it. We'll try to get more content out there for you. We put out a new, uh, un you know, heard uh podcast audio podcast uh every week there uh you're not going to hear it here on on Podbeam you're not going to hear it on WESN uh my internet station and you're not going to hear it uh, in other, in any other podcast so exclusive for patrons for patrons so uh make sure to go do that we greatly appreciate it we need all the support and help that we can so thank you thank you thank you thank you <clears throat> All right, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about, I mean, I'm naive, right? It's, for anybody that knows me, it's it's true. I try to not be naive. I try to not, you know, you know how, I, I was in a debate with someone, uh, I don't know, maybe a couple, around Christmas time, I think. Uh, and he was trying to figure out whether, you should tell your your children if Santa Claus exists, right? And I was uh, I was coming at the debate uh, saying that, you know, I believe you should alter it uh, depending on their age, right? Like eventually, eventually weaning them off, kind of like, you know, breastfeeding. Right, I guess, if that's the correct thing of saying it. Mr. Dude Sean, thank you for joining. How are you? Mr. Dude Sean, getting up early, are we? Or just not sleeping? I don't know. <clears throat> uh, so weaning them off um, and slowly either letting them figure it out for themselves or you just coming out and say, hey, you know, we don't, th- uh, Santa Claus doesn't exist. Right. Uh, Brina says, I mean, I want, wait, what? Uh, I mean, I want credit for gifts. <laughs> uh, yeah. Santa doesn't deserve it. Yes. Yes. You're like, you're like, baby, baby. I'm the one that had to work overtime uh, for the past uh, two months. To get you your your shiny little uh, PS5 or whatever the new thing is now, right? <clears throat> uh, if you want to 
give credit to an imaginary person, yeah, that's not going to fly. <laughs> yeah, I put in that work. Exactly, Brina. I put in that work. Um, but then again, it's kind of weird, right? The world is filled with the world is filled with um, contradictions, right? Contradictions, because we want them to know, hey, Santa Claus doesn't exist, but we want them to believe in God, right? Depending on what religion you're in, right? So it's it's all about like, hey, have have just a just the right amount of imagination. Right, but not all the way. Don't fully believe that there's a Santa Claus, but you know, believe in God, or in my case, believe in Jesus Christ, believe in you know, have faith in that. Right? So I think even in our later ages, we need to have that balance between uh having an adult sized imagination or faith then fully blown blind to the fact that naivety is that the right way of saying it naivety anyway uh like a like a child right so i don't know <clears throat> um brina says <clears throat> uh it is a it is a bit sad when they when they lose the belief though yeah it's cute. You kind of like, kind of like want to egg them on. Like, yeah, Santa Claus is coming. You know, we're going to leave some cookies out here. Uh, even though you're the one that's going to go eat them. Right. Like, you know, you want to, you want to get that extra, that extra pound, you know, extra <laughs> Christmas weight. You want to get those chocolate chip cookies. Right. And like, Hey, Santa Claus uh, likes almond milk. Don't put that one out. Don't put out regular milk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and and it kind of, and uh, Brina says when they believe, it's uh, it's easier to to get them to get it's easier to get them to do. Uh, I'm sorry, get Jesus. It's easier to get them to bed. Yes, because Mama and Daddy want to have a good uh, Christmas night as well right either putting off gifts or you know giving gifts you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying no, I'm just all right i'm having uh too much fun here i'm having a cup of coffee hold on so <clears throat> this is not uh this is not a podcast about <laughs> uh, about um holidays and and religion and you know santa claus uh, Mama Bertha Tracy says, I think this was the last year uh, her son, who is 11, is going to be believing in, um, and I guess, Santa Claus or, or the Christmas spirit. Uh, we will find out, yes. We will find out, she says. Usually, usually some people want to keep that... Um, that belief alive or, or the tradition, right? The tradition is usually mostly about tradition. 
uh, I want to say for people who are Americanized, like no offense, I'm not trying to say anything bad about it. It's like, uh, or, or maybe it's not Americanized, I don't know. But it's like a tradition for some people that they play football outside, you know, around Thanksgiving, right? Like they go out and play football or something, or or maybe they uh, <clears throat> they like to watch uh, holiday movies around Christmas, right? It's like a tradition they want to do. Hello, Lex Luther. How are you? Thank you for joining. Uh, Mandy, how are you? I think that's how you say your name. Um, thank you for Shannon. Welcome. Thank you very much. Good morning to you. <clears throat> this is like, I'm straying off. I'm really like milking this. This is not even the core of what I'm going to talk about today. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's more like the tradition you know, people for Thanksgiving, they want to play football the day after, the day before, uh, you know, watch, uh, you know, movies. It's more of like just keeping tradition and, and keeping that little belief alive. Even if you're an adult, you want to try and and uh, pass it on to the younger generations, right? Like, even though you know, like, man, I really have to bust my butt, you know, to uh, to get these gifts. But uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a a playful imaginary, you know, wonderland for the little ones, right? Thank you very much, Lex, for that. Uh coffee, yes, sir. And you get hold on, thank you for that, and you get a coffee. You get a coffee, Lex, in the chat. For those of you that are listening on audio, uh you can give gifts in the chat. Uh, it is, it is not the requirement, but I want to say thank you for doing so. Uh, I, if you want to be a patron, that would help even better, but this is cool too. Thanks for the coffee, buddy. So, <clears throat> all right. What is my, what is the point, Ralph? Come on. You're dragging this on. Let's get to it. All right. So the main, the reason why I brought that up is because of being naive, being naive and the part about being naive is uh thinking that there is no evil in the world i think that's uh that's uh something that even sometimes i struggle with maybe some people do they feel like you know there are people people want to genuinely believe that uh everyone everyone is a good person right everyone is nice no one wants to hurt anybody, right? <clears throat> but uh, that's not necessarily the case. Now, uh, the reason why is I want to play this article from uh, this AI is going to help me with this article. I, hopefully, the voice is a little bit better. <laughs> hopefully, the voice is a little bit better. <clears throat> but uh, we, I, for those of you that are just looking for something to do. You know, we know it's still wintertime if you're in the East Coast. It's getting cold. Nobody wants to go out, right? You're just waiting for that peak of sunshine to come, you know, for the spring so you can have something to do, like places to go, you know, if you want to make a trip. But here's an event that's going to happen around my birthday, actually, that um, 
you know, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to put it out there. An event is happening in uh, in Boston, Massachusetts, I think. I think it's in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, for those of you that want to join, I think it's called Sat- Satanicon. Satanicon. Kind of like a Comic-Con, but a Satanicon. This is Satanicon, right? Why not? Let's just put it all out there. I just think it's uh, it, it might be a good, wholesome family fun uh, when when the winter breaks and uh, you know you want to have something to do. You want to buy some tickets. You want to you want to meet friends. You want to network. What better place to go than Satanicon? The Satanic Temple Group has announced on social media that SatanCon 2023 will take place at the end of April in Boston, Massachusetts. Dubbed the largest satanic gathering in history, this year's convention will celebrate the temple's 10th anniversary. Those who show up to the Hicksanached in Boston on April 28th will have to wear an N95, KN95, or disposable surgical mask, according to the convention website. Other details, such as the exact venue in the historic downtown, the schedule of events, or names of speakers, have yet to be provided. After holding the first ever Satan Con last year in Arizona, the Satanic Temple, TST, is moving the event closer to its international headquarters in nearby Salem, known for its witch trials in the late 1600s. The temple claims it has around 2,500 members in the Boston area. The group insists it doesn't actually believe in the devil, and its official mission is to to encourage benevolence and empathy among all people, reject tyrannical authority, advocate practical common sense and justice, and be directed by the human conscience to undertake noble pursuits. They have also declared abortion a fundamental religious right, and argued that any state laws restricting the practice are unfairly discriminating against their members. After coming into the national spotlight due to that advocacy in 2020, the actual Church of Satan denounced TST as a political activist group who uses scandalous language to get press attention. The temple is best known for filing lawsuits against local and state authorities, claiming infringement of religious freedoms when their demands to deliver satanic invocations or display satanic statues on public property are rejected. In July 2021, it petitioned Boston to fly a flag outside the City Hall for Satan Appreciation Week, but was turned down. The city went on to change its flag policy in October that year. Boston and the Massachusetts colony were originally founded by the Puritans, an austere Protestant sect that believed the Church of England was too similar to the Roman Catholic Church it had separated from. So, hey, doesn't that sound like a great event to go to? I think so. Hey, Brina, you want to go to Boston? Let's go say hi. (laughs) Satan appreciation, yeah. I think that would be cool. I think that might be cool, right? Go there and uh, rub elbows with people, get to know everybody. I mean, it might be fun. That might be good, wholesome fun. Uh, Satan Appreciation Week, yeah, yeah. Live DJ, maybe I can, maybe I can spin that event. Maybe I can go to use a WESN and broadcast live at, at Satanicon. Yeah. Uh, have some eyes wide shut, maybe. You never know. Rough crowd, yeah, you never know. You never know. So, I mean, 
it's kind of it's kind of rough how it's how it's uh becoming mainstream uh when you throw that out there like that right like maybe they want to use the excuse that hey the more you put it out there uh the less of an impact it does on people like desensitizing them um but there are some people that are into that you know the uh the outside of the normal and this is not a rust pun but outside of the normal you know wanting to wanting to uh, not follow a certain religion right but they they using the i mean it's weird when i heard that they say that they are anti-establishment you know they don't want they follow no tyrannical government or whatever but yet they're requiring you to wear a mask to an event. I mean, that's kind of a, is that like an oxymoron? I don't know. It is very weird. So, um, uh, yeah, that's uh, hypocritical. Thank you, Brina. Yeah, my, my words are, uh, my words were uh, tangled up a little bit. Um, so I don't know. I just wanted to put that out there as a nice, uh, springtime thing to do. If you want, uh, if you're looking for something to do, like we have comic con, right? How many comic cons can you go in a year? Right. They have one in LA, they have one in New York, right? Why not try say, say Tanacon and see how that works. But, um, <clears throat> uh, I mean, I mean, it kind of sucks that they chose like a couple of days before my birthday, you know, April 28th. I know uh, uh, Shannon in the chat shares almost the same birthday as mine. So uh, uh, don't, uh, I don't know if that will be a good uh, birthday gift, but uh, you never know. Anyway, so uh, when I read this, when I came across this article, I uh, I started thinking of a of a video that I saw a while ago, of like the most horrendous um, killing, uh, I guess uh, in recent history. I think, at least this is what the person uh, said, and I wanted to send it to Brina because I know she loves this stuff. <laughs> she loves that. Uh, the serial killer crazy mentality, but um, there were I do yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the um, they were mentioning someone by uh, called the uh, the toy box killer, which I thought was pretty pretty out there. Some of the things that they were saying, the toy box killer. I'm pretty sure a lot of you might have known who the toy box killer is. But apparently he was uh, around in the 2000s. Uh, he killed like a bunch of women. So, uh, I mean, just to see if I can get a good summary. I, I, I got a couple of clips uh, to play. Let's see, Hopefully I got it in the right order. Hello there, bitch. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I do have a clip. All right, so apparently this this killer had an accomplice. He would grab women, torture them, sexually abuse them and all that. But 
I believe either before or during, or maybe both, they would play a tape, kind of like Saw. You know how Saw, the movies, they would have, uh, yeah, this is not pretty good for uh, morning. So if you're a little squeamish, uh, you know, you can bow out, no problem. But uh, he would play a disturbing tape to their victims, uh, you know, before and while they're, I'm going to play a couple of clips of it, but I'm going to give you some context of what, uh, of what we're talking about here. They think he may have killed dozens and dozens of women, but for 15 years, investigators have failed to find a single body. Now, the state cop who was in charge of unraveling David Parker Ray's chilling past is speaking out, explaining why his past may stay buried forever. News 13's Alex Goldsmith has the story. He was a predator, and he was a very good one, a very intelligent one. Dozens of women were taken into David Parker Ray's toy box, a trailer-turned-torture chamber in truth or consequences. You will probably scream a lot. And that is exactly what I want you to do. Ray tracked those kidnappings in his diary. But what wasn't written was what happened after he sexually tortured them. When Ray died in 2002 and took that knowledge to his grave, it left investigators searching for answers. We're convinced that there are remains. It's just a matter of locating them. Rich Libeser handled the Ray case for New Mexico State Police. He now teaches criminology at New Mexico State. Libeser still believes at least some of those bodies were dumped in Elephant Butte Lake. David was very familiar with that lake, and he, he worked for the, as a mechanic for the state parks. He also had made comments in the past that we know about, about the best way to dispose of a human body in, in a body of water such as Elephant Butte Lake. Investigators have combed the lake over the years, but haven't had any luck. Libeser says Ray may have made the bodies nearly impossible to find cover them with wire, fish wire, or I'm sorry, chicken wire or barbed wire, weight them with cinder blocks or other heavy weights, and sink them to the bottom of the, in the deepest part of the lake. Evidence of horrific crimes that may be gone for good. Alex Goldsmith, KRQE News 13. State police did. So uh, this guy, man, had an accomplice. Apparently it was his wife. I think it was one of his wife, too. Uh, damn. Yeah, strategic as hell. Look at that. Brina's already excited. She's like, damn. The 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 mythology the what is it? <laughs> the methodology. She got that Dexter mind going. Same here, Brina. You went the only one. Uh so it's it's pretty creepy, man. And uh this is a uh I guess it was in New Mexico, right? But I think uh he did some killings in Arizona. Uh, oh, shit. Look who shows up. Oh, damn, I cursed. Hello, Adriel. How are you? Uh, for those of you that are just joining us, we're talking about quickly um, someone by the name uh, the Toy Box Killer in uh, around the uh, late 1990s, uh, 2000s. So maybe not the best morning uh, show content, but, uh, you know. You get the theme. <clears throat> All right, so here's another clip uh, about the Toy Box Killer. And uh, and then we're going to be playing excerpts later on from the tape that he would play the, his victims. I believe it was – I only took a good portion of it, and 
I wasn't going to sit there and edit it. So this is a very explicit, you know, cursing episode. So if you're around children, if you are around sensitive individuals, please put your earbuds in or listen to it at another time. In 1999, a woman in a store parking lot is approached by a man posing as a police officer. He tells her she's under arrest for solicitation and prostitution, handcuffs her, and throws her into his trailer. He then brings her to her property where she's held for three days before attempting to escape. She waited until he had gone to work before unlocking her chains and trying to run. The man's accomplice left the keys on a table near her so she was able to set herself free. After she unlocks her chains, the accomplice runs in and smashes a lamp over her head to try and stop her. The woman grabs an ice pick and stabs them in the throat. She was able to run to the nearest house and get help. That's when police tracked down the man named David Parker Ray. He was a suspected serial killer in New Mexico. He would abduct women, take them to his soundproof trailer, and torture them. Though no bodies were found, his many accomplices admitted to helping him murder up to 60 women. He was convicted of kidnapping and torture and died of a heart attack a year after his sentencing. In 19- yeah, ice pick to the throat, yo. <laughs> That's gangster. You know what's crazy? I think they made a movie about it. I might have to go look for that. Look for that. I think it came out in 2018. I could have sworn when I was doing a search for it that uh, I, uh, they had a trailer. I don't know, maybe it, was an, it wasn't an official or it wasn't an official trailer, but I think it, they might have made a movie out of it. That one might be pretty dope to see. So put that on your watch list, Brina, <clears throat> and enjoy. Um, so I tried to look for, you know, an update on it, like the most recent things. And uh, I found this uh, <clears throat> audio clip, I guess a news feed, that he did have an accomplice. I believe it might have been his wife. I'm not sure. And here's another thing, which, which Brina, I don't know, man, you might need to explain this to me. Uh, I might be a little worried. Uh, <laughs> why? How is it that <clears throat> the woman or the wife can be just as sadistic as the men, as the husband, to let to just go along with it? Psycho, psychoanalyze that, right? Uh, usually, it's you're supposed to be the more empathetic ones, and to be an accomplice to it. I mean, hmm, we might need to do a separate episode on this. But I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Just wondering. Just wondering. Uh, Brina says, "Couple killers are." pretty interesting yes your bonnie's your bonnie and clyde's right your uh i, I don't know that your your chucky and bride of chucky <laughs> that was the only thing i could think of i don't know any other uh you know bride uh couple killers out there <laughs> but uh <clears throat> hey keep it all in the family i guess right this um it's interesting stuff moving on so like i i went to i was trying to find a um a most recent one. Apparently, one of them was released. Now, I don't know how old this video clip is, but uh, I believe the wife uh, was released. So I don't know where she is. I think she might be in Arizona. So, Adriel, be careful. Or maybe New Mexico. I don't know. Uh, 
We have received numerous messages asking about Cynthia Henby, a convicted accomplice to serial toy box killer David Parker Ray. Ray was convicted of the crimes including murder, rape, and torture in New Mexico in 2000. Hendy now lives in Hamilton after serving 18 years in New Mexico for her involvement. Circulating on social media platforms, Hamilton community members expressed frustration and worry about having Hendy live close to a local school. So I looked into Montana law pertaining to registered sexual and violent offenders. Here is what I found. In Montana, offenders can register as sexual or violent offenders, or both. When registering, there are multiple tiers in which they fall into based on what their sentencing judge assigns them as. So think of it as a scale. Offenders at the bottom of the scale do not have limits on where they can live and who they can interact with. But offenders at the top must follow certain laws with these restrictions. If the crime does not occur in Montana, but the convicted offender moves to the state, Montana law can adopt the level assigned by the sentencing judge. In this case, Hendy is here at the bottom of the scale. Therefore, there is no law prohibiting where she can live. River Valley County Sheriff Steve Holton confirms to MTN News that Hendy is registered and has been in compliance since her move to Montana. Sheriff Holton says that there are other violent and sexual offenders who live in western Montana, and there are resources out there to look up offenders in your neighborhood. You can find those links at our website. In Missoula, Hannah Hislop, MTN News. All right, never mind. So Montana, so I guess you're safe. Uh, <laughs> Andrea, that's crazy though, man. <clears throat> that's crazy. Someone that was in jail for like 18 years and uh, is supposedly registered as a you know, sex offender or whatever, brutal killer, you know, she's at the bottom of the tier, right? There's, she can just roam everywhere. How would how would you feel? How would you feel, uh, dude, Sean, if you were if you were parked somewhere, knowing that uh, somebody on your block was uh, a convicted or or whatever registered brutal killer? You would probably stay there and try and scrap with them, right? So, yo, man, let me try my rubber guard on you. <laughs> let me pull guard and see what's good. Uh, <clears throat> line is on the left. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I got this sick spinning, uh, this, this sick jumping triangle move I want to try. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we're talking. We're using uh, jujitsu, you know, commentary. But anyway, uh, it's pretty crazy how. And I used to be in Florida uh, many years ago, and in Florida, well, this is a long time ago. I'm pretty sure it's more strict now. More strict, yo. I gotta start using proper English. Stricter, um, you know, laws on this but back then when i was in florida they they would make sure there's posts all over the place on who is a registered sex offender in your area and it's pretty crazy how in my area there was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot so i don't know hey swan uh so i don't know how it is now but i'm pretty sure like there's social medias you get alerts you know, it, it gets as bad as having an Amber Alert, 
you know, you probably get like one of those alerts on your phone, like, oh, we just have somebody moved in to this and this address. Uh, steer clear, right? Steer clear. You never know. Uh, look for the female ones to to hump. What? <laughs> what did you say, Sean? <clears throat> See, and this is why people say, why don't you read the chat? Why don't you read the chat? You never read the chat. That's why I don't read the chat all the time because of comments like that. And I'm an idiot, so I'm just going to read whatever is in front of me. And uh, I'm saying some scandalous stuff. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, there you go. Yes. Yes. That's okay, Sean. You can can do it. A hump or two. Yes. Damn it, I did it again. All right, so, well, that's uh, that's what I wanted to discuss and talk about. I mean, we I can ask as many questions as uh, as you guys want. You guys can jump on the panel and, and talk about it. But beforehand, I want to let you guys know, uh, we do have a Patreon uh, for my internet radio station, WESN, which you can download on your, Moob- on your Google. <clears throat> I was going to say mobile. On your Google Play Store. And, uh, and we we've, we had it on uh, on iOS, but uh, they are acting a fool. So uh, we're going to keep it on Google for now. Uh, so download it on your mobile app, uh, the Google Play Store, uh, W-ESN. Or you can go to EpicStrategiesNetwork.com, tune in there. Or if you have an Alexa device, say Alexa, start WESN live. And you can tune in. We have different themes every day <clears throat> today's theme is uh blues if you're into the blues music uh tune in now you're going to tune into uh tom's uh tom's blues show all day all day every day so uh check it out and uh so the main point is we have a patreon to help support it of course you'll get extra content we try to release uh new content every week Never, never before heard live on w, on uh, Podbeam, and uh, not on WESN. Exclusive for patrons, so we try to put one out every week, and then we progressively put more. Uh, you know, as more patrons and members uh, join. <clears throat> so go to Patreon.com. It's in the description box below of the of uh, my podcast episodes. Soros, how are you? Am I saying that right? Soros. <clears throat> um, uh, let's see. <clears throat> so, yeah. What do you guys think about the... Uh, well, phone lines are open if anybody wants to call up. But what do you guys think about having um, registered sex offenders or or just criminals in your area if you know about it right if you're able to find out about it uh do you actively go searching like who are these people or who are this person uh or do you try and just stay clear completely like i'm gonna go to the other walmart to shop you know i'm i don't even want to i don't even want to bump into nobody right or or are you just going to uh, actively be like Brina and just show up with an ice pick and be like, uh, yeah, what you want? What? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> What's the matter, you? Huh? KK. Yeah, exactly. Like that kind of stuff. Like, what you going to do? You want to you wanna start something? 
<laughs> oh man. <clears throat> but um you know, you never know. You never know what uh what what kind of people live in your neighborhood, right? That is easier, right, Brina? That is easier. <clears throat> and uh and I'm still intrigued about like uh couple couple killers, right? Like uh in even in the movie Scream, maybe it doesn't have to be a couple killer, but even in the movie Scream, I think there was uh one of them that was a female, right? That was uh working with uh I don't know which one of the movies. It was like a whole bunch of those movies. Uh gotta keep those ice picks uh laying around, yes. Yes, Audrey. Yes. And uh and knowing you, Audrey, we need to be careful because you have a lot of power tools. So uh we can't fuck around with you. We can't fuck around with you. <laughs> we she got nail guns, she got two by fours, she got sharp devices, you know. Some for pleasure, some for pain. I don't know. Who knows what she got? But uh, you need to be careful around a uh, Hopi Native American because they will fuck you up. Anyway, I do have this clip. Uh, I'm glad I remembered. I do have this clip of the of the tape that the toy box killer would play during or before or during uh he would they would capture the women now i do want to let you guys know this is graphic speech if this offends you if this bothers you i do recommend you leave and uh or if you're listening to this in the open put in earplugs i i uh I only took a portion of it. I I didn't go too far. If you want me to go farther into the clip, then let me know. But uh, I think just a little bit is enough. You know, just a just a tip. But you sick sick fucks out there. But here we go. This is the uh, the clip that they would play for their victims. Wrists and ankles chained, gagged, probably blindfolded. You are disoriented and scared too, I would imagine. Perfectly normal under the circumstances. For a little while at least, you need to get your shit together and listen to this tape. It is very relevant to your situation. I'm going to tell you in detail why you have been kidnapped what's going to happen to you, and how long you'll be here. I don't know the details of your capture, because this tape is being created July 23rd, 1993, as a general advisory tape for all future female captives. The information I'm going to give you is based on my experience dealing with captives over a period of several years. If at a future date there are any major changes in our procedures, the tape will be upgraded. Now you are obviously here against your will, totally helpless, you don't know where you're at, 
don't know what's going to happen to you. You're very scared or very pissed off. I'm sure that you've already tried to get your wrists and ankles loose, and no, you can't. Now you're just waiting to see what's going to happen next. You probably think you're going to be raped, and you're fucking sure right about that. Our primary interest is what you've got between your legs. You'll be raped thoroughly, and repeatedly, in every hole you've got. Because, basically, you've been snatched and brought here for us to train and use you as a sex slave. Sound kind of far out? Well, I suppose it is to the uninitiated. But we do it all the time. It's going to take a lot of adjustment on your part, and you're not going to like it one fucking bit. But I don't give a rat's ass about that. It's not like you're going to have any choice in the matter. You've been taken by force, and you're going to be kept and used by force. What all this amounts to is that you're going to be kept naked and chained up like an animal, to be used and abused at any time we want to, in any way that we want to. And you may as well start getting used to it, because you're going to be kept here and used until such a time as we get tired of fucking around with you. And we will, eventually, in a month or two. Maybe three. It's no big deal. My lady friend and I have been keeping sex slaves for years. We both have kinky hang-ups involving rape, dungeon games, etc. We found that it is extremely convenient to keep one or two female captives available constantly to, uh... <laughs> satisfy our particular needs. We are... Very selective when we snatch a girl to use for these purposes. It goes without saying that you have a fine body and you're probably young, maybe very young, because for our purposes we prefer to snatch girls in the early to mid-teens, sexually developed, but still small-bodied, scared shitless, easy to handle, and easy to train. They usually have tight little pussies and assholes. They make perfect slaves. And any time we go on a hunting trip, if we can't find a teenager, we usually start hitting the gay bars, look for a well-built, big-tittied lesbian. I thoroughly enjoy raping and screwing around with lesbians, and there's not much as a danger of them carrying a sexually transmitted disease. I don't like using condoms. Also, even though they're a little older, unless they've been playing with dildos a lot, they still have tight little holes between their legs like the younger girls. If we can't find a lesbian that we want, we snatch anything that's young, clean, and well-built. We very seldom come back empty-handed, because there's plenty of bitches out there to choose from. And with a little practice and deception, most... So I had to, uh, I didn't get the whole clip. It's a lot longer, so I just, I figured that's, you know, as good as... Any, and even that is disturbing. <clears throat> yes. His logic, though, is... <laughs> what, the, what do you mean, Brina? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, my God. <clears throat> uh, where did you get this uh, tape? Uh, you can find it on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. Just search for... Shannon is into this stuff. Uh, for all of you, you can just find it on YouTube... And uh, Google, or I mean, uh, search for um, "toy box killer tape," and uh, you can you can get it there. Um, 
Uh, he was descriptive as hell. Yes, yes. And and this is see people people accuse me or might think of me like and say Ralph, why do you go to so much extremes, right? Like why do you why do you take one thing that probably has nothing to do with the other and just go 360 all the way with it, right? The reason why it might seem that way is because at one point, things progress slowly without people really noticing it. And when you get to the point where you can expose to how something can get all the way, you know, like you really understand like how far it can get, uh, then you then you would know right off the bat not to take those steps to begin with, right? No one covers it enough. Thank you, uh, Andre, at least somebody. <clears throat> and this is my point, like without without being labeled an extremist or whatever, but in the beginning of the episode of today, I I talked about they're going to be doing a satanic con in uh, Boston, Massachusetts, around April 28th. And they're letting it happen. People can come and, you know, whether you believe, like, hey, maybe they don't even have a lot of followings, maybe not a lot of people show up, but just that being out there and and people being okay with it, is just a small step, right? It's just a small step. And so that you don't, and for people not to be so naive to believe like, oh, it'll just go that far. It's not going to go any farther. And I just played you a clip of a very sick individual. Individuals. Because it was a couple doing this. Like you don't really know how far people will go and it all starts with one step one single step so really think about even if even if i even if you just say you know what i don't feel comfortable doing this or or they kind of say ah oh, just do this one little thing and then it just keeps progressing after that progressing after that progress then you look back and you like, damn, where did I come from? What did I, what did I turn into? Right? So I'm always, I'm always, um, tolerant of people's beliefs, tolerant of people's views on life. And I get it. You know, I understand it. Um, but in my point of view, it progresses too far. Sometimes, sometimes it progresses too far. And you got an example of how far it can get. Right. Okay. Um, BP says, uh, you take it where it needs to be to go. Thank you, BP. I appreciate that. I get a lot of slack for this, and 
even even if it's not directly indirectly i get a lot of slack for this you know and um <clears throat> and i really got to push myself to continue doing it right because to me i feel i'm doing the right thing maybe i'm wrong but that's how i do things tear says <clears throat> sometimes sometimes you got to kick <laughs> sometimes you got to kick someone in the skull so they so they get it yeah <clears throat> um oh man Audreo man you're going to make me work for this uh it's like it's like people it's no I'm not going to read that sorry it's going to be too it's going to be too bad <laughs> it's going to be too bad if you try to read it but you guys in the chat can read it you guys can read it in the chat <laughs> <clears throat> I'm good to be I'm good to be a patron soon. Thank you. Okay. I think that's what you mean. Man Cave Sound, how are you, sir? Laguna Nuts, how are you? Thank you for joining. I hope you're doing well. And uh, <clears throat> this concludes our daily broadcast of the seriousness. The <laughs> seriousness. So that is my serious uh uh portion at home cafe say good night to the bad guy go on the last time you're gonna see a bad guy like this again let me tell you